unfortunately, not that many senior product managers have really good managers. More often than not, I see, you know, managers who haven't gotten any managerial or, you know, just people leadership training themselves. That was my guest, Katarina or Katya Suchkova, explaining just one of the challenges that ambitious senior product managers have when navigating up the career ladder to product leader. A longtime product management professional, Katya was a senior product manager at ServiceNow and a group product manager at 15.5 before she started her own training company. At Ahead of Product, she focuses on helping senior product managers make the transition into leadership. Throughout her career, she has been coaching, teaching, and mentoring product managers. And in this episode, we talk about her life design and how she ended up living on a beautiful mountain in Costa Rica, what she's learned while helping product managers transition from individual contributor to leader, and her new program for ambitious product managers who want to take that next step. We also talk about entrepreneurship for product managers, including examples both from her own experience as well as that of her clients and mentees. I'm Nils Davis, and you're listening to the Secrets of Product Management podcast, episode 105. I'm thrilled that you're taking the time to listen to this episode, which is full of insights and concrete actions you can take to accelerate your product management career, no matter if you are looking to become a people manager or not. You can find notes for this episode, including contact information for Katya and links to other useful and relevant and links to other useful and related information on the show notes page at secretsofpm.com slash 105. So I started the conversation by asking Katya how she ended up in Costa Rica. So Katya, welcome to the podcast. I'm so happy that you're here. First of all, tell the listeners where it is that we are, where you are sitting right now. Where, where are you talking from? First of all, thank you for having me, Niels. It's, it's pretty great to, to be on your show. Um, when I'm, I'm calling from Costa Rica. I've been here for the last two years. We're, we're situated on the, on the mountain, looking on the Central Valley. So it's breezy, warm, sunny. You have a very nice tan right now, if I could say so. Thank you. Yeah, we kind of moved into the summer season with December being kind of a shoulder season. So now there is definitely plenty of sun. Tell us a little bit about how you ended up in Costa Rica. If we learn a little bit about your journey that took you to Costa Rica, it'll help set some the stage for talking about the program. Yeah, great question. And I think I'll start with a little bit of the way I think about life and, and career and the way I think about them really shaped not just where I am physically, but also where I am in my career. So I, at some point, maybe in 2015, I realized that being intentional and strategic towards not just your career, but life really is the way to create a life that you truly love. I, we can call it life design. And I think I got really inspired by the fact that I was leading design sprints at that time at ServiceNow um, as, as a product manager, just like introducing the concept of design sprints. And one particular item that stood out for me that no matter what you do, you do discovery, you do problem solving, you have to start with the end in mind, right? That's what I think Amazon does with their one pager before they build a new product. They really get together trying to figure it out. How do they want to position what that press release by the time they launched the product would look like. And for me, that beginning with the end in mind really 
spoke and I looked at my life together with my partner and then we figured out that we want to be we want to have more flexibility freedom and independence at that time it was a little bit more difficult I think in terms of flexibility might translate to being remote right and I think for many people today it's kind of like the common practice but at that time it was not so it took a few years for us to you know, in a way, figured out our plan and that we potentially want to take a few years off and go travel. And that's what we did. That designing your life exercise really turned out to be a a pretty good goal setting, but also visionary exercise. And in 2018, we left San Diego. We traveled all the way until pandemic hit, been to several countries in, in, in Europe. And Right before pandemic started, we came back to Costa Rica. It was our third time. We really love the country because there is little not to love here. <laughs> and also it's proximity actually to, um, to, to, to the United States. We decided to, to stay there. It felt like a very safe choice. Uh, we already knew some people. And at that point of time, after traveling for a couple of years, I had a chance to really step step back, look forward into what do I want to be doing long term. And coaching was almost a very was a very natural, almost evolutionary choice for me. I always loved empowering people, developing them. Now I realized that there was probably like a bit of a, a teacher that lives in me who wants to empower and equip others, especially those who are following a very similar path. But at that point in 2020, I was already working for uh, 15.5 as a group product manager. It is a fully remote company. So when pandemic started, there was little change in terms of how we work for us. And eventually, um, a year later, after we got here, I realized that if, I, if I'm really passionate about coaching and kind of growing in that direction, I probably should just put all my eggs in this basket and shift my attention almost 100%. And that's what I did. It was pretty difficult choice for me to leave 15.5 and really, you know, start this new venture full time and kind of trust the process. But it's been so far one of the best decisions I've made. And every time I look back, it makes me really, really happy, even though, you know, I'm still scared every day. A great transition. And so you're talking about putting this coaching business sort of going full bore at it. What is fundamentally the problem that you're looking to solve for your clients? Yeah, great question. You know, I really approached that with a PM mindset. When I started coaching three years ago, to be honest, I think I was one of the fewer coaches who really focus on product management and product managers. And where I eventually transitioned into is really empowering and working with senior, mostly senior product managers who are looking to level up in their career. So my coaching practice is focused on equipping product managers with knowledge, with wisdom, with tools and everything that you know they already have within them to figure it out what do I want to be doing in my life? And if that's, you know, if I want to be continuing doing product management, do I want to be a leader? And what type of a leader do I want to be? And if I don't want to be a leader, what type of a individual contributor 10 years down the line do I want to be? And really, after figuring out which path out of those two take, help and support them to get there. So that's kind of my, my sweet spot since I went through the transition from IC to 
to a leader myself. I've experienced quite a few pain points. I realized that the the transition is not really smooth. It's really not straightforward. Unlike other career letters, there is more ambiguity and there is less preparation, both from the mindset point of view, right? Really not thinking about we and the team instead of thinking just me and my own contributions and the tools preparation, right? How do I become a good people manager? What does it mean to be a leader? What does it mean to be a good people manager? So you mentioned a, a couple of areas where there's where there's holes a lot of times with your with your clients, both the the management skills per se, which as as you said, most of us product managers are not really trained in that area at all. Um, we we have to do a lot of influencing and persuading, obviously, which is one component of being a product manager, and we have to work with lots of different people which again is one component of being a manager. But are are there other challenges that folks p- typically have in making that transition? Can you talk a little bit more about like the mindset or even thinking, are they thinking about it very clearly? Great question, because the, I think number one problem I, I am seeing, and it's exactly the same problem that I had, is the lack of a vision. Right, because when we when we start in product management, most of us just kind of you know we accidentally fall into product management. Um, mm-hmm. We transition in from other similar careers, right? Maybe somewhere in technology. But so when we start, we are really excited. There is kind of like a bit of a clarity that after associate product manager, I'm a product manager. After I'm a product manager, I'm a senior product manager. But after that, at least for me, and that's exactly what I'm seeing for a lot of product managers, both my clients and mentees, after senior product managers, there is really just darkness in front, right? <laughs> there is some aspiration of be, becoming chief product officer one day. For others, um, actually for many, it is becoming an entrepreneur, becoming a co-founder of the business. But then that cause that separates where we are today, being in the you know mid-career senior product manager, all the way to being a CPO or co-founder or even being a leader, it's really it's really not clear. We don't know what that path looks like. So to me, that's that's really problem number one: is that we. We don't know what, what's beyond being senior product manager. And that lack of vision also creates that um, lack of intention, right? We don't know where to begin because if we don't have the North Star, uh, we can't really work backwards and figure it out so how to get there. And that's problem number two is that because there is no North Star, we don't know how to get there, right? So the pure strategy or plan is, is missing. And everything changes, once we get really clear on what we want, and I see that a lot in, in my clients, is that once there is a clarity in, I actually want to be a, a leader. I've been in senior product manager role for four years. I feel stuck, but I really do want to be a leader, a product leader, both from product perspective, but also from the people leadership perspective. But the question is, how do I, how do I get there? Right? And that's problem number two. And then the problem number three, what I'm seeing is, unfortunately, not that many senior product managers have really good managers. Someone within the company who is fully aligned with what their direct reports want and their 
100% ready to invest in them and help them. More often than not, I see, you know, managers who haven't gotten any managerial or, you know, just people leadership training themselves, mm-hmm. right? So it's pretty much a blind person leading another blind. And where do we lead them? Pretty much nowhere, right? But if we want to, and it, from my perspective, and it's also one part that I mention in my positioning on the website is I love working with products and I love working with humans. But what what really happens there is that humans build products, right? And I really like how Jerry Colonna, he is an executive coach, talks about how good humans make good leaders. Mm-hmm. And I always want to take that and add, well, good humans make good leaders who lead good teams or good product managers who build good products. Because at the end of the day, that's also there is an ethical part of product management, right? We are in this new new world in a way, right? We're talking about Web3 and the metaverse, and we've dealt with a lot of ethics in the last five years. So to me, it's like if we want to create a new a generation of truly helpful, impactful, and in a positive way products, mm-hmm. we need to be developing really good product managers and those who develop them are good managers um, who care about human side of that couldn't agree more with that take as i learned myself about people management you know that's obviously one of the most important things about it is just make sure that you are treating people as a human and you'll get more from them you'll get better results from them if you want to be instrumental about it but you'll also just be everybody will be happier Exactly. It's almost a, it's a win-win situation, right? You're fulfilling your own vision of being and becoming this um, impactful and, and empowering people leader. And people on the receiving side, they're receiving that attention and that empowerment that they need to spread their wings. Exactly. Your program is focused primarily toward product managers who are intending to stay within a, within the same company. They're going to continue to be working within a company. Is that right? Yes. Ideally, ideally that's the case because based on my experience, based on my business partner's experience, who we've co-created this program, it's always good to have already some, um, you know, it's good to be in a company for, you know, at least six to nine months and also know that, you will stay here for you know maybe another year if you are ready to level up, if you are ready to transition from being an IC to a group product manager mm-hmm. or a director of product management, however that career ladder looks like within your company. But it's not the must have. You know, we can we can work around and sometimes sometimes all we want is just to gain the skills mm-hmm. and move on to another company. So we can certainly work with senior product managers in that capacity too. And, and maybe people who are interested in becoming founders themselves. That, that's actually a really, a really interesting thought too, right? It's, it's like if you want to build your entrepreneurial muscle, and I think what you mentioned before is that all of us product managers, we do have that, right? I think that's what maybe that's one of the inner capacities that actually drives us towards product management is that, that entrepreneurial spirit. We want to test. We want to experiment. We want to try something new. We open-minded we're willing to to fail we're willing to try new new things 
So from that perspective, a head of product can really serve as a, as a foundation for looking at your organization, looking at your company, looking at your team from different perspectives outside of your day-to-day work, outside of your today's calendar, outside of your squad that you're working with. And certainly as an entrepreneur, it's not just about having an idea and executing on it and taking it to market, but you have a company that you need to manage as well. You know, you need to do people management if you're leading a company like that. And so having these skills that you would be learning in your program would be really important. Exactly. Yeah. And then the people management, while a very important aspect of becoming a leader, there is always like other prerequisites such as, you know, really widening our scope and really taking on the bigger initiatives and really solving more of a cross-functional initiatives that are highly important, highly visible, but the ones that might help reduce complexity or might create a new opportunity for for your team and ultimately for your bottom line. Mm -hmm. And to me, kind of like really seeing those opportunities and solving for them is almost like a prerequisite to also becoming, you know, the the leader. And something else one one of my um, really good friends mentioned, she's also an executive coach, is that you don't have to have an official title of a you know group product manager, let's say, or director of product management to be a leader. And I think that's something that a lot of us product managers we we kind of we forget. We think that leadership starts when I get the title. Mm-hmm. Right? But then there are a lot of flavors of an official leadership where we take on something very important and critical, where we reduce the complexity, where we create new opportunity, where we solve a big enough problem for for the for the company instead of again just having this tunnel visual vision on your product and your squad. It's really to me widening the scope instead of going deep into something, mm-hmm. you finally start spreading those wings and looking looking beyond. Yeah, I think that is is, is a fantastic point. You are in some sense, a de facto leader of your squad already, right? If you're not, mm-hmm. you should be. I mean, that's if you're probably not doing product management well, but you're also a leader in terms of influencing other people, influencing sales to sell your product, for example, or to tell you about customers that are having challenges with your product so you can figure out how to improve it and things like that. So there's always that aspect in product management of this implicit leadership. And it sounds like you're helping people extend their view so that even an individual contributor will end up being a lot more effective based on your training. Exactly. And in many cases, kind of looking back at all the performance reviews that I've done with my direct reports in the past, and even looking at some of the you know studies and research data, there is a couple of things that I would always mention to, to my senior product managers is widening the scope. Right. There was always leadership and then there was always that emotional intelligence piece, right? The soft skills. You mentioned influencing. Absolutely. Like we, I think by the time we get to senior product manager role, we know how to influence our designers and our engineers, um, maybe even our manager, maybe even, you know, a few folks in customer success and sales. What we might not realize is that we can do exactly the same thing but at the different level. So think about two levels higher, right? So now you're talking about your sales directors and VPs. You're talking about 
bigger initiatives. And you're talking about storytelling, leadership, influencing, um, and really collaborating with people who are a couple of levels higher than than you are to solve even bigger problems. And some of those problems could be even at the process level, or they could be at the you know customer level. It's it's really just again that widening the scope, like widening your lenses in a way. Well, this is great. We've talked about your program that you have a program. Can you give an insight into sort of how the program is structured? And I know you have an application process. Can you talk about that? You know, a head of product is really, I've built it thinking that I wish I had something like that several years ago when I was in the shoes of a senior product manager, you know, feeling frustrated, not understanding where to go next and not having really a big support from from my manager. A head of product is the name of your program. Yes. You know, also the name is kind of, you know, you you can be a head or you can be a head of product. <laughs> right. It's a play on words <laughs> a little bit. Yes, it is. And I'm really proud of what we've created. Back in June, I partnered up with um, a head of product at Tier. Uh, it's a German mobility, really high growth startup, very successful. So we we've teamed up and created something that, as I mentioned, we wished we had it when we were in those senior manager, senior product manager shoes. Mm-hmm. And the way it works, first of all, it's very practical and hands-on because you know I'm not really interested in given theory. If you're looking for theory on leadership or anything, I feel like there is so many resources. There are a lot of books. Um, there are a lot of ways to to understand that. But if you are very serious about your career growth and it's really a priority for you in 2022, then being a part of this program, I would say, is almost the best way to accelerate your career. We start with a lot of practical and hands-on work that is focused on each individual member. And all we have or all we will have is um, eight participants to make sure that we have very lively team dynamics, to make sure that everyone is kind of like on the same level, very driven, ambitious. So it's kind of like it's a group experience, but it's also a very personal experience because eight people is not a crowd just yet, but it's also not necessarily a one-on-one. And not being one-on-one, it's also much more affordable than one-on-one coaching. Mm-hmm. So we first start our first, first of all, it goes for four months. And the first couple of weeks are really focused on self-awareness. It's all about reflection. It's all about um, identifying the why, right? The why of you wanting to be a leader, um, going through quite a few exercises, um, doing unofficial performance review if you haven't done any in the last six months. So there will be a lot of, you know, asking for feedback from your peers, from your manager to really create a... How does that picture of who you are today look like? And what are the areas for improvement? And after that, we really start working with kind of like in a fluid way, but in a, also in a very structured way to figure it out, okay, so there are three domains where we can make an impact and where we can widen our scope. Um, there is stakeholder management or it's just you know i don't like word management but the <laughs> stakeholder partnership right mm-hmm. so another one is at, at your team level domain and your team could be you know our the entire nd team or it could be just the product and design team and then the last domain is your problem it's a problem scope 
And there are different ways we can widen the scope within each domain. I'll give you an example with a problem. At the senior product manager level, we tend to manage maybe a set of problems. And when we are ready to move into the leadership, we're really talking about a group of problems to, mm-hmm. so, to solve, like a, or an area, a problem area that we can expand into. When it comes to stakeholders, um, it's really also identifying are there any existing problems within your current relationship with the stakeholders? And not just your personally, but your teams, your entire product team. Can you expand your scope over there? Can What does it mean for you to start interacting with at a different level with the stakeholders? What does it mean for you to maybe create a different process to help your product team get more insights? And so each session is really focused on that on, on a specific theme. There, there is a lot of interaction with your peers. We bring in the idea of a mastermind in this program. Mm-hmm. If some folks from your audience are familiar with the idea of mastermind, there is a really interesting concept that I love, which is a hot seat. And hot seat is really, we're dedicating 30 minutes on one person to help that person resolve a challenge. Right. So imagine you have like a board of directors who are really vetted in your success, really want to make sure that you come out from the challenge that you're trying to resolve, feeling much more empowered, you know what exactly to do and you have ideas on how to do that. It's a very powerful concept. So we're kind of introducing that and making sure that each of eight participants have like this very personal time and the rest of seven people, including myself and Daniel, are really focused on helping them. And at the end of the day, there is a lot of accountability support with both ourselves and uh, and the rest of the group. There is communication and Slack. We're creating a dedicated channel to make sure that you know there is as much support as you need to if you're stuck, let's say, identifying a specific opportunity, or let's say you your manager is not on board. Well, let's say you're feeling intimidated in approaching that career conversation with your manager if you've never had one. So we're supporting all of that all the way to graduation where the session number seven, uh, you have your presentation to the entire group. You're talking about things that you've done in the last four months mm-hmm. in your organization, how you've changed things and what are the outcomes. And if the that high visibility initiative is still ongoing, you'll tell us what are you planning to do and how you're going to use your achievements, your accomplishments to help you get promoted. Mm -hmm. Because even for your managers, they need a solid material, right? They need to understand what have you done to to get yourself to that promotion. So we're creating pretty much a foundation, a basis for for that. So the program doesn't just sort of give you the skills to become a leader, but also a little bit of the how to make that jump in terms of the job, getting the next job. Exactly. How to get that yeah, next role. So it's both, you know, the the skills and the the how to's. And you have seven peers and you have two coaches, myself and Daniel, really supporting supporting you on this journey. Well this sounds great. Sounds like a great program um, for any senior product manager. Any, any ambitious senior product manager, let me put it that way. Tell me a little bit about how people can learn more about this program and sign up or learn get more information. So there are a few ways. First of all, I recommend just visiting our website, our page um, at 
aheadofproduct.com. There is all information that um, kind of about our approach. So that's number one. Number two is uh, we will be doing a few webinars in January, and one of them might be on the power to fly, um, while others probably just through event tribe. Make sure you visit aheadofproduct.com forward slash webinar to register and see, kind of get a get a taste, right? Meet with us, see if there is a chemistry, see if that's something that you want to jump in and really work on with the rest, uh, with, with, with a group. Um, and just, you know, meet, say, say hi to us and see what that program is about. Lastly, if you just want to chat with me about this program, if you're not sure if it is for you, if it's not for you, if you have some complications at work that kind of makes you both excited but a little bit concerned, um, you can always email me at katerina at katerinasuchkova.com or you can use our email at jump at aheadofproduct.com. So those two, <laughs> two addresses are great. You can also just say hi to me on LinkedIn um, if you want to connect really quickly. That's also a pretty um, fast way of uh, getting in touch. I will put all these links into the show notes so people don't have to remember them. Awesome. The podcast, yeah. So that will be fantastic, uh, Katarina. I've, I've looked at your sales page on Ahead of Product. It's really beautiful. Got a lot of great information. It's very clear how... If you do this program, you're going to be accelerating your career. No question about it. Looks really good to me. And and based on our conversations that we've had previously, I think uh, you're going to get a lot out of this program if you if you get into it, for sure. Any final takeaways that you want people, listeners to be thinking about? You know, kind of continue that conversation or the theme of, uh, you know, leveling up your your career. There's probably three three things that I would recommend you, you start doing today. Number one is, and that actually goes to one of the objection, objections that I hear quite a bit. I'm a senior product manager. There, you know, there is already so much that I have on my plate. And it's true. I remember myself. There is so much to do that sometimes you feel like there's just no life. But that's the thing is that when we want something bad enough, we are willing to, to make it a priority and we are willing to shift our life around this goal. So that not having enough time goes back to that number one thing that you can start doing today is take a look at your calendar. If our goal is to create more space, it means that we need to create more, more time for you in your day, in your week to focus on your career. It could be enrolling into our program, but it doesn't have to be. Uh, it can be just you figuring out on your own. How do you level up? And to Create more space, do a full inventory of your calendar. What are the meetings that you can say no to? What are the meetings that you don't have to be? Your decision can be done asynchronously. It doesn't have to be life, and you can always come back to it. So anything that is not must-have, opt out. Ask someone else to take over. Empower your engineering manager to take over. Empower your designer to do that. So that's number one. Number two is once you create your time, start looking for pain points, for problems in your team, maybe in your problem area or your stakeholder relationship. Are there any breakdowns in the communication? Is there a breakdown in the process? Um, is there anything that keeps coming back and your team is just not happy about? Is there a trend or opportunity you see in the market that neither 
your team nor your head of product really thought about and you see opportunity to expand on that. So just start thinking about it. Do your own discovery, right? So now you can really apply your product discovery skills to this area too. And number three, uh, you know, just take a look at my program. As I mentioned, aheadofproduct.com, great way to start. Take a look, see if how that resonates with you. See if that really practical and hands-on experience learning is the best way for you to equip yourself on this career transition that you're about to, to do in 2022. Yeah, that's that's great. Looking at the sales page or the, the ahead of product homepage, landing page, it does give you a sense of the things that you will need to be thinking about as you move up. And obviously, t- getting involved in this program is one way to accelerate that for sure. But just looking at it also will give you a lot of ideas about, oh, there's some things that I probably am missing in my portfolio right now that I need to work on. Exactly. Well, this is fantastic, Katya. This has been a really enjoyable conversation with you. And it's been, uh, for me, just a lot of fun to get to know you a little bit. Thank you, Nils. I, um, it was a pleasure. I loved this conversation with Katya. And I hope you got some value from her insights and observations. I'm looking forward to having her back on the podcast in the future to hear a report on Ahead of Product and the progress of her aspiring product leaders. It should be very interesting. For more information on Ahead of Product and to get in touch with Katya, you can find all the links she mentioned in the show notes at secretsofpm.com slash 105. If you enjoyed this episode or want to share information about Ahead of Product with your friends and colleagues, please recommend this episode to others. I love bringing this kind of information to you, and I hope you can spread it around to all of your colleagues. Until next time, this is Nels Davis. Bye-bye.